0: You hate it. What are you doing? I don't know. I just felt like doing something different. Oh. And it's quiet. Yeah. I kind of wanted to be quiet. I guess I screwed that up. My bad. (laughs) Okay. Should we just restart it? Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, I'm Meredith here with Alex, ever the skeptic, the fun sponge. She sucks up all the fun. And Ivy, who's having a little nap. A cat nap. <laughs> that was a hard eye roll. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what I said? I was in the mood
1: to do a podcast, but I don't know if I am anymore.
0: Look, you just got to go with it. Okay. You got to let me like do the intro. We're going to banter. You know that feeling when you... like you take your bra off after you've had it on for way too long mm-hmm. i just i'm feeling that okay because i just did that hmm it's
1: like the titties
0: freedom yeah you know mine are so large yeah they get out of control <clears throat> they get they're like very yeah if you hear flopping around <laughs> on the mic yeah it's my a minuses <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay my sister used to make fun of me she'd be like a for alex that's so rude mm-hmm. are, but are you an a yeah at one point i was a b i feel like you but now i think i'm back to an a I think you're like an a plus i think it's like isn't it i don't even wear real bras i have some yeah but they're like it's like a
0: double a i think that's is batteries. A triple a? <laughs> i think you're talking about batteries <laughs> wait how do we not know this no it goes a b c d i know double, double d, d. Oh, okay there is no double <laughs> there's no double a there's no triple a is there a triple d is there I, any yeah. I think there is, actually. Okay. I think it goes up. All right. Nice ones. It's like, it's so weird to put on, like, a regular bra now because there's, like, most of them are, like, kind of shaped. So there's all this, like, extra room. Yeah. Like, okay. So I'm flattered that you think that I have that much breast, even as an A. But, like, it's so odd because, like, what are these things? The best was when I was working.
1: And, like, Meredith and I had known each other for... <laughs> I don't know what was it? Like probably close to six months. Yeah. Before. And I had never really worn any nice clothes because we never really like went out. Mm-hmm. Like we did and it was like I would wear like a t shirt, whatever. Like jeans. It was as dressed up as is- And then when I I started working, I would wear like nice clothes, like dresses and like pencil skirts and like these nicer tops. And I would always I would wear like I walked out one day and I was wearing this like blue sweater, which like you can't wear a sports bra with it because it's like it was kind of silky and it like it was too obviously like you were wearing a sports bra. Mm-hmm. So I have like a, I put on a real bra and your face, you're like, you're like, wait, wait, what are those?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually remember that. Yeah, I remember that because I was like already kind of self-conscious because I'm like, why do I have like two separate mounds? It's usually just one kind of like,
0: across. Yeah, like a blip. Yeah, and instead of like two sort of, yeah mountains. Oh, I don't yeah. Know, that would be it's generous. It
1: like reminded me was it is it like Austin Powers or something where the they have their bra that like shoots. Oh yeah,
0: and the guns come out of yeah. the like nipples and it's like. So it felt like yeah the spies or the the robot women yeah. Yeah. So you didn't have guns in your no I didn't but yeah so I just recently was cleaning out
1: my drawer and I have like three bras one of them doesn't have like straps or any it's like a sticky bra which I I need for one of my like nicer outfits Mm -hmm. so I kept that and then I have three other ones and I'm like I'm like I don't wear these ever yeah but I kept them Mm -hmm. because you know you never know you never know just like I keep all of my like office wear like my nice clothes I'm like you never know whether or not I'm gonna have to go back to the office
0: yeah, or like give a presentation, kind of anything mm-hmm. like that. It's not bad to keep it. No, you remember towards the end where like you had kind of given up because you knew you weren't going to stay at the law firm. Yeah, until you were wearing like basically elevated Lululemon every day. Yeah, kidneys. I wore this kidney dress like as po- much as
1: I possibly could without people noticing <laughs> that I had it on. Yeah. as much as I could. It's like a yoga dress. Yeah, it's so it was so comfy. Yeah. Um.
0: What was I gonna say? I can't remember. I don't know. We were talking about boobs, but yeah, I love. Oh yeah. I was going to
1: say like, I don't know about you guys, but Meredith and I keep like, I'm like the type of person I love throwing things out, like clearing out, like spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. I do that like every month. Cause I'm like, well, what can I get rid of? And with COVID it's like every night I'm looking in my closet. I'm like, man, I want to throw out all my clothes. Cause I don't wear any of it. I haven't worn any of it for like eight months yeah because we haven't gone anywhere i know months. so it's like i know that i'm gonna need those clothes
0: eventually <laughs> yeah i will wear jeans again
1: yes but like right now i'm like why do i need all these clothes like i
0: just bought new jeans and i'm like why did i buy those they're like literally they're gonna sit in the closet with the tags on them for probably another yeah i don't know a couple months until uh- you run out of laundry yeah, last, last to, week was getting dire. Yeah, you were like, oh my God, I'm going to have wear jeans. I did. I wore jeans to dinner because I ran out of sweatpants and yoga pants. That happens when Alex is trying to spite me and doesn't do my laundry. Yeah. But, All right. What are we talking about today? Well, I was going to tell everyone about our ski trip. Oh, yeah. So thanks. it was American Thanksgiving, what, two days ago? What's today? Saturday. <clears throat> and... uh you know, I'm American and I, we usually go home for that one so we can freeze our asses off in North Carolina, which is ironic, but so instead we went skiing to sunshine, which is in Banff? in Banff. Yeah, it was good. Um, I got new boots, so my shins are a little bit sore. I did them up too tight and I was panicked because my like feet were going numb and I was worried that the boots were too tight like they were just like too stiff or something but I had just done them up too tight
1: well we went up like well for those of you who know Sunshine Village the main like chair I guess if there is any main chair it's Angel Angel Express and it it's like comes right you basically just go straight up the mountain face and to go down there's like there's several different ways but there's one like main way and like that's the way I went and I was kind of like but I remember last time we went that way for the very first
0: run, Meredith wasn't warmed up. So she got a little. Well, because it's like a black run and I'm not a super good skier. So I need to, I do need to warm up. Yeah. So I was like, okay, hey, well you don't come like, let's go down different ways. And
1: I was like, well, maybe I'll just do the easy run with you. But then I was like, nah. And I just, like skied off to like the black run. And then I was waiting at the bottom for probably 15 minutes. And I guess Meredith basically had like,
0: I'm convinced ended up on a cross country trail. <laughs> I mean, at one point it was like fairly flat, but it's because they had a lot of the, like the, the blues that like dip down that same mm-hmm. bowl. They're just easier. They had them closed off, I guess, cause there wasn't enough snow. So you ended up having to go like all the way around on this, like super long dorky cat track green. I think it's actually called the green run. Oh yeah. But it just ends up being like, super flat. It took me forever. And also because it took me so long and I had my boots up too tight, I was just my legs were like my yeah, my calves and my feet were just crushed at the end of that. But it was good. Other than that. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So that was how we did Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh we have an advent calendar that we're doing with Tactic, which we're really like we're really excited about and also excited that uh It seems like a lot of people are into it so far. We're only two days into it. So the first day was what? The first day. So it's each day you
1: have to do a task. It started on Friday, which was the day after Thanksgiving. And it's going to run until the 24th of December. So the day before Christmas. And basically each day you're going to do one task. And we've obviously chosen the task per day. And they vary. They vary. Was there
0: any like rhyme or reason to the tasks? Yeah, they're pretty.
1: There's a couple at the end that are a little bit harder. Like we've like, um, what do you call them? Stacked tasks. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Hey, you've done this, you've done this and now do this. Yeah. Do all three, which is kind of fun. Cause really that's how you're supposed to build habits. Yeah, stack them onto other already established habits. So what was the first day? The first day was drink one big glass of water
0: immediately after you wake up. And we already do that because we do the lemon juice, like water, sea salt thing every morning. Yeah. So that counts. But I couldn't believe the number of like, we got up, the number of people who had already tagged us like drinking water. I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then today was day two. Day two was include a vegetable at breakfast,
1: (laughs) which I wasn't stoked on because I used to eat, I used to eat chicken sausage, rice, and broccoli slaw every single morning for breakfast. But I've switched to oatmeal. I used to not be able to eat oatmeal, like, upset my stomach. So I f- had to, fit, like, find different oatmeals. Finally found one that I like so I can eat, like, a big-ass bowl of oatmeal. Put blueberries, because I'm like, fruit's good. Yes. Blueberries in it. So today I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to have, like, the whole, like, broccoli slaw. Because mm-hmm. I still want my oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So I ended up just having a carrot.
0: Which you put in the oatmeal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people did that. But yeah. it is an easy way to, like, I always tell, like, clients who struggle to eat vegetables like throw some like baby carrots on the side of your meal throw some spinach on like you don't have to go to great lengths to add a serving of vegetables
0: I think like breakfast people have this like preconceived no- notion of what breakfast is supposed to be and it's supposed to have like you know s- like stuff with jam and like pastries and muffins and it's supposed to be kind of like on the sweeter side I don't know why um, you know it tends to be light you know light protein like one egg some bacon and like bacon is more fat than protein anyways mm-hmm. so it just it tends to be a pretty unbalanced meal and it's like then you think about what your mom has for breakfast which is like sweet potato and ground beef which is the most anti-breakfast breakfast of all time and then like you know we're somewhere in the middle there was a long time there where i would do like scrambled eggs with just like steamed broccoli <clears throat> um toast with butter and jam. And that was like, you get a little breakfast, a little veggie. So it's, that's one of those things you just have to do. And then you realize like, Oh, that's, that's fine. I don't actually need a muffin for breakfast Mm -hmm. to make me feel like I've eaten breakfast. You actually feel better when you eat real food at breakfast. Yeah.
1: We have like, one of my clients is doing the challenge, which is great. A lot of our clients are actually, and she posted a picture of her vegetable with her breakfast and it was carrots (laughs) like sliced with a donut. And I was like, okay.
0: I mean, like, (laughs) yes, that does count. It does count. And if you have a donut, maybe, yeah, have a carrot. Yeah.
1: But it is easier, easier to incorporate vegetables with things like eggs and a lean protein. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's like all of these, all of these little tasks are things that we do most of them on a daily basis and we try to get our clients to do them on a daily basis like co- slowly incorporate them and cr- make them have it yeah like they're simple let me just I'm gonna um, pick a random one but like having like one daily task per day and trying out a different like a variety of them over yeah. the course of 30 days is a great way to be like you know what I really liked having that glass of water first thing I'm gonna keep doing that every day
0: yeah and then it builds and yeah. so now all of a sudden every day you're having a glass of water. You're having a vegetable with breakfast. You're getting in bed with like to allow for eight hours of sleep. Cause yeah. you're like, Oh, I like that. I like that. That works for me. Mm-hmm. And they're simple. Right. So like example, December 5th snack on a piece of fruit. Yeah. What's difficult about
1: that? Like for me, if I'm not thinking about it, I would prefer to have a rice crispy square over an apple, but like I'm health conscious and I'm like, Hey, I need to get a certain number of fruits and vegetables. So I'll opt for the apple. On most days. Yeah. Um, Or like a banana or something. I'm more of a peanut butter banana person. But
0: like what allows you to to make that decision? Having apples like available? Yeah. Like not having to, not having to go, like get in your car, go to the store, get an apple. Like. I thought that was a trick question. (laughs) No, I was just, that was me
1: asking you. Yeah. It's not a trick question. Yeah. Like when you go to the grocery store, opt for snacks that are whole foods rather than, you know, the ones that are. I mean, an apple is just in, as easy to throw in a backpack as, like, um, a Rice Krispie square. I mean, but, like, then they get bruised. I know, but, okay, so we used to have... I used to um, really like bananas, like, halfway through my soccer games. Did you have a banana holder? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much fun of I got made for that? Um, is that? I don't know if that sentence worked. How much
0: you got made fun of for yeah. that? yeah. Yeah. I mean, like those aren't the most like, no, it looks like you have a dildo in your (laughs) backpack. It's like phallic, but they do the trick. Oh, I'm sure. They really do the trick.
1: Yes. I know. And it's better that than having a bruised banana.
0: It's just like banana holders remind me of all that random crap that you see on like QVC. Yeah. Like egg poachers. You (laughs) know what I used to have, which were great? was like this like salad tupperware container
1: mm-hmm. and it was just a regular tupperware container but on the cap it had a little um area where you could hold salad dressing oh. and then what you would do is like on the top when you were ready to eat it you would press down and it would release the salad dressing into the tupperware container mm-hmm. and then you would shake it up did
0: you, were you the one who had to wash that container or did you, my mom or your mom did. wash? It? You see, if you had it now, there's no way you'd use it. Cause you'd realize like, I the, do have it and I never use it. The top is actually impossible to yeah. wash. Cause you have to, you would then have to like press it down, hold it, yeah. wash it. Yeah. I mean, those things work great. And when you don't have to be the one that cleans yeah. them. But anyways, um, with <clears throat> that being said, I mean, even
1: dried fruit, mm-hmm. that's totally easy. Yeah. You just, like, I always have dates. Because I'm like, dates are easy. They're not, like, the most delicious thing in the world. What is, like, in your opinion, the the best and the worst dried fruit? I mean, like, dried mangoes are delicious. <laughs> I don't eat them because they're, like, dangerous. They're, like, they're so sweet they make my teeth hurt. Yeah, especially when they're, like, coated in sugar. <clears throat> I'm not a huge fan of, like, the hardened bananas i was about
0: to say banana chips have to yeah. take the cake for like being one like the worst. i can
1: have like one or two and then i'm like okay, we're done here oh i also God. don't like apricots very much
0: yeah i'm not a big fan of like dried apple um I dried really, apple
1: with like cinnamon is okay
0: that's all right They sell those at the farmer's market i really like prunes those are probably mm-hmm. my favorite one i like raisins mm-hmm. yeah um so this kind of goes to the point where like all of this stuff on the calendar and like in general, the stuff that we ask people to do is simple. Like there's nothing difficult or inherently hard about snacking on a piece of food or sorry, fruit, um, you know, reading for five minutes, um, drinking a hundred ounces of water during, during the day. Yeah. it's nothing that's like inherently difficult about that, but like on a normal basis, like if, you know, we remove these tasks from this advent calendar. Like a lot of people do struggle with that stuff. So the question is like, why, why is that?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the age old question of like, how come people know that exercise is good. Eating healthy is good for them. Um, I don't know, drinking water, all of the things like getting eight hours of sleep is really good for their health. Yet so few people do it. Like if, you know, if I think it just, the answer to that question is knowledge isn't enough. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of have to, even though the tasks are simple for people, it's, they're not easy. They're not like if it was, then if they were, people would be doing them no problem. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, they're, they become difficult because they, because they're different. They're different and it, they don't fit into their life. Mm -hmm. Like they don't, their life you need to change. Like you always say, like people need to have systems. People like you need to. And then another thing that we've seen, like, okay, uh, we, we need you to work out. Like we get clients who've never worked, like don't work out. So it's like, Hey, we need you to work out. And they'll go from like zero to like, yeah, I'm training for a marathon. Like, that is not good. Like, after a week, you're going to be exhausted and probably injured. Yeah. Like, you need to start out slow, which is why for some some of these plans, it's like, or uh, tasks, it's like, all right, we're going to have you doing uh, five minutes of reading. Because if you read for five minutes each day for a week, the next week you can go, okay, I'm going to do 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was totally doable. I'm going to go for 15. Maybe eventually you're up to an hour. You, you've made room for an hour in your day. Yeah. But if you start out with an hour every day. Mm-hmm then there's just I I know I wouldn't be able to manage that right off the bat because it just doesn't I haven't like fit it into my life yet. I haven't managed the rest of my time. Yeah.
0: To accommodate it. How much of it do you think boils down to what people value? Okay, I'll give you an example. That's a hard question. Yeah. So I can think of like I was sitting here trying to think of like things that exist in my life that I have a hard time implementing. Like it's easy for me to implement like working out because I value that I value how I feel and how I look as a result of that. Um, same thing for eating like healthy tracking macros, you know, that type of thing, sleeping eight hours, um, drinking water. But I have this like, you know, that so thing that I bought. Yeah. I have this like, cause I have horrible back pain a lot of the time just from sitting, I think. And so I, I'm like, Hey, I have to like, I have to figure out something I can do to like, fix this. So I bought this thing, it's called the so right. And it's this, it sits on the floor and it's got these two like arms that stick up. It's kind of a devilish looking device. And the idea is that you like, yeah, you lay on that, you release your psoas, which is the reason why a lot of people have back pain and probably contributes to mine. But like, why don't I use that thing? It sits on the floor in the living room and I don't use it. And I think like, it's not that I don't have time. I do have time to use it. And then I'm like, okay, it's, it's it's like partially I don't have a system. Like I don't have a schedule. I've never even tried like doing it for one minute a day, but then it's like, do I just, do I also not value that? So it's like, it's a combination and that's always, for um, I, you know, I, I think to myself, like you don't have this goal of not having back pain, but do I have this goal of not having back pain? Because I'm obviously not, I think you can have the goal. It's just like, what are you willing to do for it? Yeah, exactly. So I think, um, for me, it's probably more of a systems issue, but I do believe some people set goals when they're still kind of, you know, they set a goal, but they're actually still more in the discovery phase of goal setting where they're trying to decide like what it is they want to do. And so they just knee jerk and they think I want to do this. And then, um, you know, in the process of doing the thing, they realize like maybe that that particular thing or goal doesn't necessarily line up with, where their values are and that's okay but people will just struggle through that phase to find okay what's the what is the happy medium what is the goal how does this play out long term
1: yeah i actually read somewhere it's like ambivalence is what you're talking about mm-hmm. and that's basically simultaneously wanting and not wanting something or wanting two uh, two incompatible things yeah. at the same time and like that's essentially, it's human nature. It's like, we want a ton of different things. Like I want a ton of free time, but I also want a ton of money. It's like, yeah. those two things don't really go hand in hand. People want six pack abs, but they want a social life. It's yeah. Like
0: you, okay. You it's can't really have it. hard.
1: And so it's like, how do you get people to kind of go down one path? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, and so you have to do a lot of change talk. And that's like, all right. Um, like that book, motivational interviewing talks a lot about this. Yeah. And you talk about how, okay, what, what are your goals? And you sit down with someone and you say, what are you willing to do for them? Hmm. And it's not like, Oh, anything. It's like, no, we need to like nail this stuff down. And, and it's like, are you willing to do on a Tuesday this, like you really have to schedule, start scheduling things in It'd be and very like building specific. and taking the time to like really make an effort to make these habits
0: stick. Yeah. And build a system. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's like the real limiting factor for a lot of people, whether it's with nutrition or exercise or kind of just time management in general is like, they don't have a good, they don't have a system period. Like they, you know, people wake up during the day and like, you can be a very successful human being and exist without good systems. Like that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is you can have a lot of success in life. You can be a business owner, you can be, do very well at your job. Um, but you can be one of those people who just wakes up in the morning and, you know, flies by the seat of your pants. And that's fine. That's fine. It works. But as soon as you try to introduce something that's different than what you're currently doing, it's extraordinarily difficult to implement.
1: I think people who don't have systems, they can be successful in one area of their life. Correct. They cannot be successful in multiple areas of their life. Well, as soon as like you start- Like you think, think about people like, and everyone has this friend who who's- amazing like i was talking to one of my clients the other day and she was like how are there those people who can do everything it's like they're like a doctor and they have kids and they eat healthy and are able to track their food like they work out every day work (laughs) out every day and they look great and they're happy and they have a great relationship and like it's like but how (laughs) how yeah like, how do you do that? Like, or, you know, you, you, you hear about these athletes, like triathletes who are training five hours a day, mm-hmm. but they're like business owner, like a CEO
0: of something. And they've got like five kids and you're just yeah like, where does that? It's like, um, the guy that won the Barkley marathons, which is like the crazy, the five marathons in however many hours it's literally for completion. Just get it done. He's, um, like he holds a record in it, but he's also like a, like a physicist or yeah. some sort of like very professional engineer. And uh, like those people aren't flying by the seat of their pants. No, they're not. They're not. And so, yeah, I guess you can, you can say like you can achieve a certain level of success, mm-hmm. but really to break through to the next level of whatever it is you're trying to do, like there has to be systems. So to answer your question about, you know, the, the doctors, the lawyers, the high, like high achievers out there who also manage to, you know, work out, eat healthy, have kids, have kids that are in sports that kind of thing, which is very, very difficult to manage. Um, they have a system for everything. Mm -hmm. They have a system for what they eat. They have a system for when they eat. They have a system for when they drop their kids off. They have a schedule for their, you know, their, their workouts. Everything is like, is system, 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 system. And so it's, it's, it's automated. And the more you can automate and the more, um, you know, the less you have to think about in the moment, the fewer decisions that you can make during the day, the more time you free up to do the things that you either have to do or you want to do. But as soon as you start like clogging up the system with having to make decisions in the moment, like you're, you can easily spend 30, 45 minutes, an hour trying to decide what do I want for lunch? What do I want to wear? What do, like, Hey kids, what do you want for lunch? Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And all of a sudden that hour that you had to either meal prep or work out is gone. And the, the worst part is you don't even realize that it was there to begin with. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's important because like when you're like people who don't have systems, don't, they can't objectively, a lot of times look at their, their day and understand that there's tons of space and tons of room in there until you start actually like, take a big step back and evaluate how much time do you spend doing completely unnecessary tasks every single day? I mean, one example,
1: we, I usually make my lunch every day and I'm at home most days, but there are days where I'm, I'm like, okay, we got to go to the gym over lunchtime. Mm -hmm. And I almost always pack my lunch and there are restaurants or like places that I can grab chicken and rice. Um, like Mexican places or like fast food, Edo, which is like chicken and rice. But the amount of time it takes, even if it's 10 minutes from the gym, five minutes from the gym to get there, get out of my car, wait for the food, get back in my car, drive to the gym. That's like l- at least 30 minutes. Yeah. And I've done that before. And I'm like, that was a huge waste of time. And I have people who eat out every single day because they don't have time to meal prep. And I know they're getting in their car and
0: driving to a restaurant and either eating there or like, and it's like, so that's, it's 30 minutes a day, five days a week. Yeah. Like, does it take you two and a half hours to meal prep? Probably not. It shouldn't if you're good at it, but it takes you two and a half hours collectively during the week minimum to go like get lunch. And that's and if you're spending you're, more money Yeah, and it's not as healthy. Yeah. So that's like, that's a really good example of like one system that exists. Yeah. Um, you could make the same argument for, um, you know, waking up and then deciding what you're going to wear, waking up and then deciding what you're going to have for breakfast. And then if you have kids and that, that same exact scenario plays out not for one person, but for maybe three people, like, yeah. like, of course you're not going to have time to track your food. It makes total sense. Yeah. And that's not to say like you have to, oh, you 100% have to meal prep and track if you to be successful. You don't. Um, but there's a lot of value in it for people who have goals because it's not, you don't have the baseline education to even understand what it is you need to be eating. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's kind of like, you know, just because things are simple doesn't make them easy. Yeah. It's actually quite difficult to implement like simple systems at first, but it's like once you, once you have it, you have it. Yeah. And it's like you know, your mom is a good example. Like you did every sport that there was under the sun and your mom had a career and managed. Yeah. She was crazy, but, but like there, yeah, would she have been without the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she knows it. Yeah. she's it's probably, probably, yeah. She's going to hear this and be like, what? Um, no, she'd be like, yeah, no, that's true. <clears throat> So that's like a big struggle that I like, that I see. And we have the benefit of working with, you know, so many people over time that we kind of see these patterns and the system is what breaks most often. Cause you can make meal prep work any, like, like if you don't have a system, you can eat healthy. You can exercise for um, a week, two weeks, like you can do it, but it's like, you know, I'm just sitting there watching. I'm like, it's coming. There's going to be a week where it breaks and then it breaks. And then there's the conversation, which is, hey what happened and it's like wow so busy you know this and that my kids this and it's like okay like you like you see what's going on here and it's not really in like necessarily my job or my right to tell people how to live their lives but we can certainly point out some yeah a lot of
1: people usually that's why they hire us mm-hmm. is to help them and it's help direct their energy in a way that's and keep them accountable to these small tasks mm-hmm. like imagine you had somebody who was checking in on you every couple of days and was like
0: hey meredith did you use your psoas last night <laughs> like you would probably do it like uh yeah or i would feel bad like me like no <laughs> i sat right. on I sat on the couch and watched the crown, but it was right there. I looked at it. I know. Um, I'll be, I'll
1: be your accountability partner. Thank you. I did stretch that one day. So
0: (laughs) you're an expert. Um, but, oh crap. What was I saying? I don't know. We like, there are certain things, like I'm just looking at this calendar and trying to find one that's a little bit less simple. So yeah.
1: So we, what I was saying was,
0: we talk about
1: how, how you can have success if you have systems. So I guess the question becomes, how do you implement systems? Mm. And we've kind of glazed over that, but it's to implement little things that are you can
0: accommodate and then build on those. Do you think there is value in people meal prepping even when they're at home? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I think a lot
1: of people don't save so much time.
0: Yeah. I mean like we don't, but
1: we have essentially batch cooked food. Yeah. Which is basically, I don't like, we don't pre package each meal. Yeah. But like it takes me five minutes to make my lunch. Cause mm-hmm. it's really just getting the food out of the fridge, putting it in a plate and heating it up. Yeah. Like the odd time I have to cook
0: ground beef and we cook enough for a few days. And the, co- like the cool thing about systems is once you have them and you ha- like you use them for such a long time, you can sort of let your foot off the gas in other areas like it's um you know people talk a lot about intuitive eating and um you can't intuitive eat if you don't even understand you know what it is that you need to be eating like most people have been intuitively eating their whole lives which is the reason why they need nutrition help Mm -hmm. so it's like you use a system understand what you need to eat eat that same thing or similar thing on a similar schedule every single day for let's see, how long have I been doing this? Seven years. And now I don't have to weigh and measure all of my food all the time. And I don't feel bad about that because I understand what it is I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why I like systems. But, um, you know, and then the, the, the flip side of that is things that are very difficult, um, aren't necessarily impossible to do. And so like, it's the the entire spectrum, right? So we talk about, um, like, your elimination diet, for example. Um, when did you do that? I did that uh, 2015, mm-hmm. the
1: fall of 2015. And what did that entail? Basically, I had, had so many digestive issues. So, like, what do you mean by that? Like, okay, I thought it was normal to eat food and your stomach... Like, I thought digestion was like your stomach gurgling and like having gas and bloating and basically every time I ate a meal bubble guts. Yeah. And like, like I would, it was just, yeah, basically I just wasn't. And then, so I saw a natural path and I went on like a very extreme elimination diet. That was like the best way to figure out how to like determine what foods would were causing these issues. Cause I didn't have, I basically just ate whatever. I wasn't eating a lot cause like eating was not good for me. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, an uncomfortable experience. Mm-hmm. And so the elimination diet was like, I can't even remember the exact number of days, but I think it starts out with 13 days of cutting what seems like everything out of your diet. You cannot eat out. Like you cannot eat out because you're, you're restricted to meat, not pork pork wasn't allowed mm-hmm. but you can't, couldn't have any processed meat so you couldn't have um deli meat you couldn't have so you could, uh, like it was like plain chicken plain beef and they say like try to get like organic stuff the stuff that's just basically like you want as plain as possible yeah you couldn't have any grains you couldn't have like rice oatmeal none of that mm. you could have fruits and vegetables but you couldn't have certain fruits you can't have like citrus fruit You can't have... You couldn't have red peppers, any sort of like nightshade vegetables. Mm -hmm. You couldn't have regular potatoes. You could have sweet potatoes. Um, You were supposed to avoid... Like you could have honey in small amounts, but you're supposed to avoid like a lot of excess sugar. Couldn't have coffee. Um, No caffeine. So a lot of tea was off
0: limits. On a scale of like uh, zero to 10, zero being very easy, 10 being extremely difficult, where would you put that diet? I would say...
1: That was tough because I was so carb, like grain heavy. Yeah. So to get enough food, I basically had to revamp my entire diet. I would say that was like a nine. Yeah. So super difficult. Like to the point where on the last day, so after you do the 13 days of like complete like reset, you start introducing foods and then you take, you have to take notes and stuff each day on how that food made you feel. So you would have chocolate one day. I think it was the first thing you introduced was quinoa. Uh And you had that one day and then you could have you had to wait two days to see if there were any residual effects from it. If not, you could keep it in your diet. Yeah. So there were certain foods where you did that. You could keep them. And then there was the third phase was like things like you would have chocolate and you would test chocolate, wait two days and then not have chocolate again. Test ca- coffee. It was like, yeah, it took like three months. Yeah. But I remember the night before I was able to have quinoa. I was, I dreamt of quinoa. <laughs> Because you feel you're so...
0: Yeah. You're like looking um, forward
1: to it. You couldn't have like spices and stuff because red pepper was off. Mm-hmm. But that was... Yeah, like so simple. It's really so simple. But it was not easy.
0: Not easy. You have to be on top of your meals. Mm-hmm. And then like... So questions like why, why would you do that if it was <clears throat> so difficult to do? I mean that basically... That whole
1: experience enhanced my life so much more because I was able to cut a bunch of foods out and now I I feel so much
0: better so it was kind of a requirement like you did it because you had to yeah because you valued the way that you were going to feel after you were done yes yeah so I think that's important yeah and it speaks to like how what's at the root of of doing something that even though it's simple is difficult to to stick to and stick with Mm -hmm. even for a a relatively short period of time like three even if it takes three months start to finish that's pretty short compared to you know
1: your whole life yeah so and it yeah you could argue the same thing for people who want to lose weight losing weight is simple you just eat less i mean for most people yeah yeah you just eat less food mm-hmm. eat less food than you need like yeah. you know that varies but that's that's actually so simple mm-hmm. is it easy no. no because not only is it hard to eat less food because your body is fighting against you but it's also hard because you have to like plan mm-hmm. like you have to know what's in the food you're eating because it's not you can't look at a hamburger and be like oh yeah that's like 1500 calories <laughs> a lot of people are like yeah it's just some cheese and some meat and a bun what's
0: so bad about that
1: yeah but, like you don't know that it's been like drenched in oil mm-hmm. or the french fries beside it are 700 calories like you need to learn all that stuff yeah and make sure you're eating at a certain you so but the reward for doing something that's simple but difficult is so big and that's you know losing 40 pounds yeah which is life-changing for a lot of people or for you not shitting your pants not, every time you eat seriously not having gas at the gym amazing <laughs> like yeah. do you know how uncomfortable it is to sit in a library for multiple hours in a day because you're studying for exams and having to hold a fart in for that long
0: yeah. Like, no. that hurts. I know. You remember that time I ate grapes before I realized <laughs> that I couldn't eat grapes anymore? That was my life, though. I know. And I was like, I'm going to die. Like, I don't know what's going on with my stomach, but, like, just put me down. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. I remember I was talking to my mom one day. I'm like, Does your stomach,
1: like, gurgle after you eat dinner? And she was like, no. I'm like, oh. Like, mm. never no yeah huh. and like there there is the odd time where i get that mm. and i'm like dang i dealt with that every single day mm-hmm.
0: i'm trying to think what causes that for me there's not a lot i'm kind of like a goat yeah I just eat whatever as long yeah. as it's not grapes but
1: i think it's important i mean that kind of goes to say it's important to make sure that whatever you are trying to implement you kind of assess the easy and the difficultness, difficulty of the task. I liked difficultness. Easiness and difficultness <laughs> of the task and make sure that it is going to work long term.
0: Or Find at least sort of that- like adjust your expectations for mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, this, this looks easy on paper. Sure, I can do that. But then like look at how does it fit into your life? And if it doesn't yet, then understand there's going to be a period of difficulty. Yeah. And don't get frustrated with the fact like, oh, this is so easy. Why can't I do it? realize it has, it actually has nothing to do with the task. It doesn't. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what it is. It could be something as simple as yeah. Read five minutes a day or put your phone away for 10 minutes before bed. It doesn't matter that it is seemingly very simple. The difficulty lies in like the implementation and the friction that it's going to cause in your current routines, which are just different. They don't allow for new uh, behaviors easily. And that's, that's the trick with habit change. Behavior change is you have to do it, deal with the period of adjustment and un- like discomfort, and keep doing it until it's no longer uncomfortable to do. Mm-hmm. And then it's part of your system. And if you miss a day, don't miss two days,
1: never yeah. miss twice. Yep. Um, if so that's you never kinda, miss twice. You'll never, you'll never, f- it will be forever.
0: Shoot for the stars. But Shoot actually, for the th- moon. Like, you'll never... What's that saying? I don't know. <laughs> Shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll land among the stars, which is actually incorrect. Like the moon is way closer to our planet than the stars are. I just thought about that saying. That's so stupid. <laughs> um, anyways, the beauty of the advent calendar, if you aren't doing it, you should do it. Hint, hint. Um, you can find that link on our Instagram um yeah we're giving away sweet prizes too for we participants are at the end it's gonna be awesome um, I was thinking
1: I was actually thinking this in bed last night sorry to interrupt you but we should have done this would have been way harder but like the 12 days of Christmas oh, I thought about this and this then morning. you just like it's on the first day you do this <laughs> on the second day you do this and this yeah. and then on the 12th day like that would be true habit stacking
0: I know although
1: by the end people would be like All okay right, 12 tasks like
0: <laughs> just dizzy with this is bullshit. Okay, get up and
1: drink one glass of water. And then it would be like, and drink then do one glass five push ups. Drink one glass of water, have a vegetable. Drink one glass of water, have a vegetable, and work out. But like, those are all things you should be doing.
0: Drink one glass of water, have a vegetable, work out, read for five minutes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> drink one glass of water, have a vegetable, work out, read for five minutes, and put two, three things on your to do list. Like, it's a lot, but it's really like something that. It's nesting behavior. To be honest, I do every day. Yeah. Not, not to toot my own horn here. It's okay. But like, it's, if you have those, like, if it becomes routine and habit, then it's totally, it's just, it's your life. It's your morning
0: routine. Well, doing, like, doing one thing that's good makes you want to do other things that are Mm -hmm. good. So it's just, it's nested sort of behavior. Yeah. Um, which is a term I just made up. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, right. If people aren't doing the calendar, they should. And, uh kind of the beauty of this stuff is that it is so simple. Um, and like, you know, not terribly difficult to implement. Um, I'm trying to look and see what my favorite day is going to be. Who um, are you going to phone on December 8th? Phone I was just looking at December 8th, phone a friend. I can't do my sister. Can I? No, you always call your sister. Okay. Maybe I'll call Lindsay, not Lindsay Martin. Oh, you could call Lindsay Martin. <laughs> <laughs> she would be like, be- um, She's probably like me. She gets like phone phobia. You have to text before <laughs> you call her. That's like a, the ultimate millennial move. It's like, hey, I'm going to call you. Is that okay? And then what if it's not? And you're like, uh, no. I used to love like
1: parents always used to do this. It would they would go to voicemail. And you, you like, I can see that my mom's called, but it's like, hey, it's it's mom.
0: Um, Give me a call back. My dad still <laughs> does that you realize i have to check that voicemail right like i have to i have to like listen to it you have to type in your password
1: listen to the woman like be like you have one new message wait that's how you dial into your voicemail. to listen to your message press one is that how they do voicemail here still that's how i have it that is archaic yeah and then you have to press one look and then at the end it's like to
0: save this message press two to delete this message press one that is just bullshit. look i go to my phone and then I go to voicemail and then I'm like, Oh, a, a you voicemail. Know what? I can click on I it. Can't and do then that without even, I can just be like, delete, oh. get out of here. You know, I wonder if I have that on my phone. I'm actually certain that you do. You okay. just haven't set it up anyway. Look, that's, how it, I, even, like, that's how I do mine. It transcribes it. So I don't even oh. have to listen to it. It's see. Hi, Meredith. It's Alicia from Midtown Dental. I'm calling to confirm. That's your... nice. It's nice. Right. So which one's your favorite? Um, I don't know. Probably stretching for ten minutes because that's going to be so painful for both of us, yeah. Who don't stretch? That's a long time to stretch for people who don't stretch. But I think they're all good. They're all doable. I I mean, I do most of them already, so it's, uh, it'll be easy. I think the stretching will be hard for Ivy. Yeah. Wait, you didn't catch that? You just agreed
1: with me. She is. She does down dog sometimes. She does, but yeah no i think it'll be fun so join Do it. in
0: yeah if you're not doing it make sure you join in at least by the, the last 12 days so you yeah. can get in on the giveaways yeah which are sweet I'm excited for them. um yeah other than that not much else
1: going on here yeah we- that was just a lot of kind of us chatting and rambling about habits and stacking behaviors behaviors and but hopefully you pulled out some helpful tidbits and yeah
0: let us know if you have any questions or concerns and if you're wearing a bra take it off yeah for five minutes we should have put that on the calendar take your bra off for five minutes or like the whole day one time my friend
1: sandra was on the airplane and the woman beside her took her bra off While in her seat,
0: that's actually kind of impressive. (laughs) Like, just like behind the back, yeah. She pulled it out, yeah. She pulled it out under her shirt. (laughs) I definitely, (laughs) like, back when I used to wear regular bras, used to like unhook them sometimes and just be sitting with your bra unhooked. Yeah, how tight were your bras? Like I said, I have large tits. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I hate that word. I can't believe I just said that. I was, yeah, that was hard. Such an aggressive word, it was yeah titties is a little better yeah softer mm-hmm. more playful teats when we're talking about ivy yeah or when you're like bent over and you don't have a bra <laughs> they like hang down okay we this is yeah, getting out go. of control <laughs> okay um thank you for listening we hope that you had a great thanksgiving uh follow us if you don't already uh get in on the advent calendar if you can't find it don't know where it is just send one of us a message and we'll get you set up talk to you later